Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Just for Variety. Today is March 9th, 2022. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. On today's episode, I'm talking to Daisy Edgar-Jones, the British actress shot to fame during the height of the pandemic when she starred as Marion in Hulu's binge hit Normal People opposite Paul Mescal. Now she can be seen in Fresh, a horror movie with a very twisted love story involving cannibalism. Her co-star is Avengers and Pam and Tommy star Sebastian Stan. But before we get to Edgar-Jones, let's take a look inside the pages of Variety. This week's Just for Variety column is a special edition of interviews I did at the magazine's portrait studio during the Oscar nominees luncheon at the Fairmont Century Plaza. I talked to Penelope Cruz, Javier Bardem, Jessica Chastain, Ariana DeBose, Anjanou Ellis, and the cast of CODA, among many others. Original song nominee Billie Eilish talked about wanting to pursue acting. But only if it, you know, really strikes me as being right, the right time, right moment. And I think like, I'm not gonna go searching for it. I'm just gonna kind of feel it out. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Check out coverage of the annual Oscar nominees luncheon in this week's Variety and online at Variety.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Daisy Edgar-Jones. The British actress stars in Fresh as Noah, a woman navigating the dating scene when she meets Steve, a handsome doctor played by Sebastian Stan. But looks and some dates turn out to be very deceiving. Before I say more, I do want to warn you that this podcast includes major spoilers about Fresh. There is no way to have a proper interview with Edgar-Jones about Fresh without discussing what happens in the movie. So here it is. After a date, Noah agrees to go home with Steve. She wakes up to find herself shackled and recovering from being drugged. It turns out that Steve is a dealer of human body parts for horrifically rich men who enjoy eating female flesh. The movie is twisted, horrifying, and at times comedic. Fortunately, Edgar Jones had RuPaul's Drag Race to unwind with after a day on set. 
I caught up with Edgar Jones over Zoom from Los Angeles, where she was getting ready to attend the fresh premiere later that night in Hollywood. Here's Daisy Edgar Jones. So, one, my first question for you is, are you a vegetarian? (laughs) I'm actually not, would you believe? (laughs) Were you able to eat meat while you were filming this movie and after you filmed this movie? (laughs) I know, it's so bad. I actually was able to. I mean, I I think, like... Yeah, I think the thing that I got put off from from filming Fresh was actually like I couldn't eat eggs for a while because I ate like this weird breakfast burrito in one of the scenes and like like it, I don't know it was just <laughs> after you've eaten the, one of those multiple times over loads of takes that that actually I felt a bit squeamish about. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the movie. Tell us. So tell you play Noah. Who is Noah and what is going on? <laughs> So Noah is, um, when we meet her, she's quite unlucky in love. She's been on a few dates um, that haven't gone great. Um, and she she's kind of despairing and she meets um, this guy, Steve, in a grocery store. And he seems really cool and they hit it off. And then, um, yeah, it sort of takes a journey from there on, really. <laughs> yeah, so about that journey, uh, you know, I'll preface this by saying... We have to talk about spoilers. You can't talk about this movie in any detail without saying what happens. Steve is in a black market of selling human meat. I guess that's the way to say it, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And 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 uh, feet. Do you say female meat? That sounds really weird. Women meat. Women body part. Oh, this is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just casual chats on a, on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Steve captures you, kidnaps you, and with plans to sell off pieces of your body. You get handed a script like this. One, did they come to you and say, we're thinking of you for this movie? If they did do that, do you say interesting normal people fresh (laughs) well i think yeah i mean i feel like um when i read the script i didn't really know what it was about like i think my agents were were quite clever when they sent it through i i knew who was attached to it i knew adam mckay was producing kevin messick i knew mary parent with legendary i knew there were brilliant people behind it so i was very very excited to to read it and um, and also, you know, the description was a social thriller. So I knew going into it that there was going to be a thriller aspect, but also that it was going to have something to say on on a deeper sort of on a deeper level. And and so, yeah, reading it, I was just sort of I, I couldn't really believe it. And I'd never read anything like it. And I think, you know, post normal people, I was really keen to find something really different from anything I'd done before. And Fresh certainly is that. You know, it's a very different. Um, character in a very different genre and also a very different accent you know there was lots about it that um, that I was interested in and also the, the I think the tone in the film is so um, brilliantly like um, yeah balanced I mean there's there's like dark humor and then there's kind of abject terror and then there's like weird surrealism like it's got so much um, in it so I was yeah just excited to, to give it a go so what is the message of fresh well, I think what's wonderful about the film is that I think everyone who watches it will will bring something to it or, or, or they'll take something from it that's, you know, unique to them. Like, I think 
for me, you know, arguably it is sort of an allegory for the commodification of women, you know, that we're sort of reduced to just our physical and, but it's also a celebration of female friendships and like how shared collective experience can help you overcome situations. And then, you know, it's also observing just the, the weird consumerist way in which we date now through like swiping on, a, on, an, on an app and we're again reduced to a description on a, on a page, you know, so I think, um, I think, yeah, there's lots about it that you can take. You can also watch it and just really enjoy it for, for kind of <laughs> and a sort of film you'll, you'll ne you've never seen before. Um, so, you know, in terms of, of its sort of madness. So, yeah, there's <laughs> lots you can take from it. <laughs> Let me just say this. My husband and I have been married for eight years. I'm so glad I'm married right now and I don't have to do dating apps. That's what I have to say. That was the point of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think that that's one thing that the film sort of explores. It is also, you know, the the, the kind of um, tricky thing dating as, as, as a young woman, too, in that, like, you know how open you want to be to meet someone but also the awareness of just the the risk that you that you that you sort of have to live with like i mean my friends and i were talking about it like there's scenes in the film where uh, noah is walking home late at night and she has a key in her fist and there's someone behind her and her first thought is he's gonna hurt me and you know that is an experience i i've had and, and all of my friends have where you know and we don't ever really talk about it but it is so strange that we that we sort of exist that way and I think you know why, why so so many um, viewers of true crime tend to be women and I think it's because almost we want to I don't know understand or see if we could spot the signs because so often the victim is a woman and so you know like there's that scene where Noah wakes up for the first time and realizes her situation and the way I wanted to play it was this feeling of like this thing I knew that could one day happen to me has actually happened and oh my goodness how how, how has this happened you know and and the kind of denial to then the, the realization and it sinking in. So, so yeah, I mean, I think it, the film does kind of sort of take a look at that. Um, and then also just the kind of the, the, the tricky thing of dating on dating apps that we, we, you know, we, we have all these preconceived ideas of who someone is based on, on a social media or a profile. And ultimately like, you, you know, it's only through, I guess, meeting them and getting to know them will you ever really find out. <laughs> yeah. Who they are really. <laughs> um, when you met with when the first time you meet Sebastian, did you have this sounds weird, but did you have to do a chemistry read? Because you needed some chemistry, but then obviously he's going to do what he's going to do. You don't really need that chemistry. He's does that make sense? I know what you mean. I mean, I think that uh, it was I was sort of. I was so excited when I heard he'd been cast as Steve. Like I was like, oh my goodness, because I just I was such a fan of his work, and I'd seen him in Itonia, and I knew he had this like incredible ability to to bring this sort of intensity on screen, but then balance it with real like vulnerability and 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 humor. And I just I thought, like, gosh, he's going to do something really interesting with this character. And so, yeah, I remember, but both of us got cast, but without having a chemistry read and then we had a rehearsal on zoom just before we traveled to vancouver to film and uh we read out the scenes and i was so nervous because i was like oh my goodness this is the first time they're going to hear it out loud like i i hope it's okay and i just um gosh yeah immediately you could feel that we had such a kind of um sleight of hand when it came to like it, we you know it was so easy to get into those scenes and, and we had such an in, like um, a shared idea, I guess, of the dynamic and then, you know, because they have to have real chemistry and I think you do root for them at the beginning and that's why it's all the more upsetting and chilling when it takes the turn it does and, and so, yeah, finding that, that chemistry, luckily it was sort of there pretty quick. And I, I'm glad I, all I knew, all I kept hearing was, this is the cannibalism movie. This is the cannibalism movie. So I didn't, 
know the details. I had no idea when you guys started dating, obviously in the movie, um, that it was going to lead to where it was. So it was just, I remember my husband and I were watching and we just looked at each other, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so glad you had that reaction. I mean, I think that's like, I hope most people come to it not knowing because I think, I think that's where the fun is, you know. But yes, there's fun, but how do you not take this home with you? This is, I mean, it's pretty as much as there's comedy in the movie, there's so much darkness. And like you say, the themes and there are these surgery scenes and there's there's the I really want to hurl just saying the meat grinder scene. Um, how did you not take any of that home? How do you sort of wash that off at the end of a day of shooting? I, I find watching reality TV really helps with that. I, I would go home every night and watch um RuPaul's Drag Race UK, actually. That was yes. what was on at the time. And I think I, that really helped. I feel like, you know, you know, so often I think when you're um when you're working on something that is quite dark, weirdly you have as a as a group of people, it's almost like you have this weird hysterical, like you find this this weird sort of um humor throughout because I think you need to, you know, if you sit in yeah. that place for too long, it's not good. So yeah, but but for me switching off is definitely reality TV is my is that's that's what I go to. <laughs> Was it tougher though? Because you also filmed. If I um, tell me if I'm uh, I'm wrong here, but you filmed this during COVID, so it's not like you could go home and go out with your friends and enjoy. you were going back to really just a hotel room or you know an apartment if they rented it for you, and I imagine most nights by yourself. Yeah, and it was interesting too because we had like two weeks of quarantine before we even began filming. So you know, oh. two weeks of being in a hotel room with this script and, and kind of like thinking about it and and you know, but it was it kind of bonded us all the more because we'd gone through this experience together and and we, you know, we we were all in a COVID sort of bubble, so we were only allowed to interact really with each other and and it, it meant that yeah, we were all the more sort of bonded I think by it and. Um, and yeah, and actually having those two weeks, you know, you don't always get that. You don't always get, you, sometimes you're just like, you get a few days rehearsal and then you're in or not, not no right. rehearsal at all. And the first time you're doing a scene and meeting someone is on yeah, your first day of filming, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So it was, it was actually sort of lovely to have two weeks and of, of really being able to just sort of dive into it and think about it. And yeah, yeah. What was it like seeing some of those body parts on set? I mean, the props, the props people were just incredible, like everything, because there were so many parts in the seat, in the script that I was like, how the heck are they going to bring this to life? Like, you know, and, and, and the detail was really like clever, like, you know, tattoos and things like that, like stuff I hadn't even thought of. And, and you know, seeing them create the dishes, you know, I had read them and was thinking, how the heck, what are these going to look like? You know, so um, they were so impressed. They just did such a good job. Did you go down any sort of Google rabbit hole seeing if this is actually that something, I mean, usually I will do that. I haven't done that for this. Is this something that actually goes on? I, I didn't go down that rabbit hole. I think, yeah, no, I allowed myself only some RuPaul because I think if I had, it would <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so who is your favorite queen? I'm watching you. UK versus the world right now. You are. Okay, well, controversially, yeah. I, I quite like Blue Hydrangea. I know, yes. I know. Oh, I got reaction like here. That's very funny. <laughs> I know, but she's, she's from the north of Ireland. I have a lot of family there. So, mm. yeah. 
I know, I know, obviously, Pan, Pangina's, you know, I know that whole controversy. <laughs> so now what I'm going to do is tell the producers that they have your next celebrity, celebrity judge. <laughs> you need to do it. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> We're going to take a short break right now, but when we return, Edgar Jones talks about the possibility of more normal people perfecting a southern accent for the upcoming Where the Crawdads Sing and working with Andrew Garfield on the limited series Under the Banner of Heaven. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Daisy Edgar-Jones. She stars in the new horror movie, Fresh. She'll next be seen in the feature adaptation of the best-selling novel, Where the Crawdads Sing, and the limited series, Under the Banner of Heaven, with Andrew Garfield. Here's more of Daisy Edgar-Jones. So let's talk about Sebastian Stan. How much... Is he, uh, is he a guy who wants to do a lot of takes? Is he someone who comes in, nails it, and then we're good? Or... Tell me about him. Yeah, I was so impressed by Sebastian. I, I, I loved working with him so much. I mean, he's obviously like an incredible actor, but he's also so generous. Like he doesn't, he brings everything to every take and every like scene. Like he never does anything sort of half-heartedly. And, you know, that's really helpful. I, I, I realized that I'm a very reactive actor. I, th- I kind of thought, I, you know, that I, because I do a lot of prep, I, I sort of thought maybe I just turn up and ha- I have it all sort of pre-decided. But actually, no, I... I, I I find the, the the most joy when I when I'm just really reacting off someone, and so you know, even when it wasn't on him, he would give me so much, you know, um, on my coverage, and I just really appreciated that. So yeah, and it was a really collaborative experience too, you know, um, and I, we did a lot of improvisation and we worked on the scripts together, and yeah, it was it was um, a real joy, a real joy. I felt very lucky to to um, yeah to have him as a scene partner. And after he does some really awful things, oh, Steve, to Noah, is he the type of actor who says, I'm sorry? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, we would. I think, I think that's why, like, I think we would just play, like, random, like, 80s ballads or something, like, just to cheer us up again <laughs> after doing any, like, any, any of the darker stuff. <laughs> so was there karaoke going on, or is it just play the music, do a little jig, and then get back to processing? There was, there was a bit of karaoke. There was a bit of boogieing. I remember we would we, we would play Gimme Gimme by ABBA quite a lot, and um, for some reason, um, so yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> what do you tell your parents when you get a role like this? Like, so this is what the movie's about, and do you tell them maybe you don't want to watch it? Well, I get, I actually I sent I I read it and I sent the script to to my mum, which was very cruel because she actually like I was saying before, but she can't she can't actually watch people eat stuff on. TV, even if it's just like, you know, uh, Bake Off, like she can't eat people, watch people eat pe- things, well, you know, anyway, she gets very <laughs> squeamish. And so, yeah, watching people eat people, I think would, you know, would probably be, I would assume would make her feel weird too, but actually she really enjoyed, she really enjoyed the script and <laughs> she really enjoyed the um, the film. So that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when you're when you're crawling across the floor after he does something to you, it's it's excruciating. It's the intensity of sitting there going, how is she going to get out of this? How on earth could you possibly get out of this? And did you have any, when you're reading the script, is that the same reaction you're having reading it going, how does this end? Where, where is there any good that's going to come of this? Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, when I read that, when I was reading the script, and because I didn't know where it was going, I was so, like, how, how is this going to end? I had no idea where it was going. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, I don't know, I, I, I think that um, what's really interesting is, is, is during that sort of middle part of the film, like, I wanted to play Noah's very unreadable. I wanted us to not know what she was thinking. I wanted us to kind of, for a moment, wonder if she had, if she had kind of, like changed sides and and so I thought that I thought that was a fun thing to play with that kind of ambiguity in the latter part um mm. but that the wheels are always turning in some way um but yeah yeah I did I did kind of was like how the heck is she going to get out of this <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about a couple of other projects you have where the crawdads sing my colleague Matt Donnelly said you must ask her about finding that southern accent <laughs> Yeah, actually, so last year I did I did three different American accents, and so I fresh was like, like you know, East Coast uh, sort of general American-y, and I found that actually really quite hard. But actually, the North Carolina, because it was so clearly a an accent, I could I could hear it so clearly. You know, the way that like a more general sound. I guess we we don't have general general British we don't really have it's you know you walk 20 minutes up the road and you have an entirely different dialect and so right. very used to the the nuances of that so um so the fact that yeah with the North Carolina you could really hear it I loved finding that accent and also finding different versions of it too because you know there's a younger car there's an sort of older car and there's this there's sort of a, a voiceover that kind of goes throughout so I wanted to find yeah the differences in those tones yeah is it are you comfortable using the accent right away when you're filming or is there sort of like, okay, here it comes. <laughs> here we go. Um, I, um, <laughs> I, um, I am, I mean, I think like with Fresh, it was difficult because we did improvise quite a bit too. And you know, when you really learn an accent with a, with a line, it's harder than to go, mm. oh gosh, okay, now I'm going off script. Like, you know, um, so oh. making sure it's like really in, your in your mouth you know so that you don't have to think too much um because if right. you're thinking about the accent then it's going to be very difficult to to do any acting you know <laughs> and then you have under the banner of heaven with one of my absolute positively favorite actors of all time of right now of any time andrew garfield yeah yeah he's amazing that was such a incredible project to work on yeah so tell me about this project uh dustin lance black wrote it um, obviously Oscar nominated, uh, Oscar winner for Milk. Yes, and, and the story is based on uh, a novel by John Krakow um, about sort of, it's about um, uh, Mormonism, but also fundamentalist Mormonism. And, um, and yet it's, it's, a, it's a mystery um, uh, story, but it's based, you know, it's based on a true story. Um, and I play a young woman called Brenda Lafferty um, in it. So, um, yeah, and it was it was it was like a big ensemble cast as well, and it was um, really kind of uh, cool to be back in in a you know big 
TV show. It was another, it was sort of my first TV show, I guess, post normal people. Um, and it was really cool to be back, back with brilliant, yeah, lot, big ensemble cast. What did you know about Mormonism before you uh, started filming? Not a huge amount, actually. Not a huge amount. Um, so I read the book and I learned so much from it. It's a brilliant book. Um, so I learned so much, you know, about about it through the reading of that. And yeah, it's um, it's quite it's quite a, a, a wild story. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't know a huge amount going <laughs> in. <laughs> and did Andrew tell you that he was in Spider Man, the new Spider Man? Can you believe it? We asked and he was so good. He was like, no, like he was so convincing. I know he, he's a very, I think he's very good at keeping secrets. <laughs> well, the other night at the SAG Awards, I asked him, I said, are you going to be in another Spider-Man? He goes, no, but it's not happening. He goes, but I know everyone thinks I'm the biggest liar in the world. So no one's going to believe me when I say it. <laughs> um, and normal people, will we ever see that sequel that everybody wants? I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, we finished the book at the end of the mm -hmm. series. So I guess it's really up to up to Sally if she wants to kind of revisit those characters. I mean, yeah, I wonder if it would be cool to come back to them maybe in their 30s and a, a sort of a whole different stage of their life. But um, for now, I don't know. Well, they could do like in their 30s, then another 10 years, you do 40 and you just keep coming back every decade. That would be great. I'm always going to be employed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sign the, sign the contract now. Um, and, and now a fun question for you. Your first audition you ever went on. Tell me about it. Oh, I love that. So my first audition, which is where I um, met my, where I got my agent was for... Um, uh, a Little Mermaid. They were going to make the sort of Hans Christian Andersen uh, version of it, which is a lot darker. Um, mm. so I, I, and I don't think the project ever ever happened, but I auditioned. I, yeah, I auditioned for that, and that's the casting director knew my agent was looking for an actor, a young actor my age. So that's how I got in touch with him. <laughs> how How old were you when you did that? I was fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. And it was for a movie, or t TV series. What yeah, were they doing? Yeah, for, for a movie. Yeah. And do you remember, did you, were you auditioning for a particular role or was it just sort of an open call? Yeah, for, for The Little Mermaid, for, for The Mermaid. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know, which is sort of hard to do underwater acting in an audition room. <laughs> yeah, so um, how, what, what did they ask you to do during that I, first audition? I, yeah, I think I lay on the sofa like I had a big fishtail. I remember I was like laid on the sofa and I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I hope there's video out there of this. We need to see it. <laughs> well, Daisy, this was fantastic. Bye. That was Daisy Edgar-Jones. Fresh is available now on Hulu. Thanks for listening to Just for Variety. Coming up next week, Friends Icon and star of the new Starz series, Shining Bell, Courtney Cox. For now, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your breaking Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.